Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, Get the Flick Out of Here on the Know Your News channel, uh, where uh, me, Alice Pulaski, and Kate, Kate Elizabeth, um, we watch, um, what was it, what's that, weird, crazy, uh, dumb, stupid, outlandish, fun. ostentatious, fun, well, in this case, you're you're gonna go ahead and convince me that this thing, whatever this is, is fun. Watch shows and movies, and then decide whether we're gonna get the flick out of here uh, at the end of the show. Spoiler alert: We usually don't. We usually don't get the flick out of here. Uh, we true. usually find something within to to uh, to uh, to like it. Um, I had myself quite a weekend, ladies and gents. Not gonna go into it here, but didn't have as much time as I normally do to sit down and watch something. So I said, Kate, I know you are a big fan of the bots that battle, of battle bots. And I, I said, you are now in charge. You are going to convince me to also become a fan of battle bots. So this will be the first attempt at one of these. I think that we'll do these every so often where one person will be a, a devotee of a certain thing. And we'll try to convince the other one who hasn't watched it or has barely watched it, why they should also become a fan of it. So this will start that as an option for the show. And now I, I guess I throw it over to you, Kate. Tell me all the history of you and your love for the bots that battle. I mean, what's not to love about the bots that battle? But we'll start with... Um, so the current version that's on is a reboot of the old version which I think I want to say was hosted by like maybe Craig Kilborn and somebody else back in the day. I think it might've been Craig Kilborn. I, I think it, it was, I'm sure that's like on the Wikipedia or something, but I'm pretty sure it was Craig Kilborn. And part of the original is a little bit of like admittedly nostalgia. I used to watch this back to back with South Park with my dad. So not appropriate for me to be watching South Park. So fantastic to be watching BattleBots. Mm -hmm. I get made fun of for not watching The Simpsons all the time. I did watch South Park as like an 11 year old. Probably not like the best thing in the world, but also the best thing in the world. But I just have like so many memories of me and my dad, um, usually like in my, my parents' bedroom because my mom didn't give a crap and she was probably cleaning up after dinner. <laughs> like yeah. just in their room with my dad watching BattleBots and like not being into wrestling which is funny and seeing basically what i feel like is robot wrestling a little bit like the reboot really gets into that and i'm gonna sell you on that in a minute but like i had a favorite robot like i the ogs vlad the impaler was my guy mm -hmm. i loved him so much um there were a series of them called like the scrap daddy's scrap metal which like were basically there as jobbers like just mm -hmm. to get their butts kicked and they kind of like in the newer version build up heels and faces like there's one guy who just used to constantly win in the old version he came back to the new version i forget his name but he was just constantly winning and they kind of like built him up to be the heel in the new version but as far as like the old version goes i just have really fond memories my dad even like for christmas got me they have like action figures and i had a little vlad the impaler action figure um and they i think they sell like the arenas so that you could make them fight which seems like wow. an obvious next step but 
Um, I just have so many fun memories of it. And uh, I always felt like as an adult, there was a missing opportunity to tell the stories like behind the bots themselves. Cause it's pretty crazy. Like there's different weight classes, the different types of bots that there are, like some have a flipping lever, some have like um, impaling things, some have a spinner, like a spinning saw and like the original version I felt like really undersold the amount of work and creativity it takes to actually create one of these. And there's yeah. also like local competitions and colleges create them. And in the new one, we see that like, there's a lot of ones that get sponsored, which is really cool. There's so much like STEM talk in the reboot, which we'll get to, but did you watch the OG version back in the day? I did. I, I watched, I watched some of it. Uh, I believe it was on um, uh, during uh, my my period where I was uh, living with stoners and therefore became a stoner myself. So we would watch it and um, we would we would bet uh, we would bet on 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 who on which would which would win. And this is probably why I soured on it because because I I lost a, a good deal of money. I think I lost. 20 bucks on some on some battle bot because i was convinced he could not be beaten because i mean i'm probably conflating everything and making it up in my head but what i remember was that it was a disc the bot itself was a disc and it was very low to the ground and there were three saw blades on the disc i remember one, this guy and and one of them uh two of them would were, were rotating counter or clockwise let's say counterclockwise and the one in the middle was rotating the opposite way clockwise so if it got you it would just rip your shred it would shred you apart because it would be like pulling in two different ways it would destroy a thing and it was in there with this tomato can just nothing yeah it was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a hammer it was a big hammer and and I was like, oh, I'm betting my I'm betting everything on this giant saw thing. And it just couldn't get close enough. Because it as, it, as soon as it got close enough, hammer went like <laughs> and I was like, you didn't reinforce the top. Like that's the one thing. That's the that's its that's its weakness. If it actually if you built some kind of real thick dome or some I don't I don't even know what the rules were at the time, put some damn foam rubber on the top of it. So a hammer that comes down will bounce off of it and it's going to get close enough to rip somebody's guts out. But no, one good hammer shot from some tomato can knocked like my guy was Mike Tyson and that <laughs> to that friggin hammer thing was Buster Douglas. And my, my guy, the triple saw blade dude was on the canvas searching for his mouthpiece because he had been knocked the F out and I lost 20 bucks on it. And I was like, I don't want to watch the show anymore. That's my own fault. For not really That's knowing how BattleBots works. That's all it takes. I will say the spinners seem to be effective when they can get their shots in, but I would also say that they are like the most easily dislodged. I feel like yeah. the spinner designs. Yeah. Um, but I loved the show as a kid. Didn't really think much about it, and then they rebooted it, and it's one of the rare cases that I feel like the reboot is better than the original. And I think it's because it was picked up by like discovery and the science channel okay. and they really, really fleshed it out. So 
the presentation is very different. There's like a ring announcer guy who like gives these really fantastic puns in the intro about their names and like just with all of the intensity of a true like wrestling ring announcer introduces them. He's so great. He's so much fun. And it's like, when I tell you it's a wrestling show, it really is. They do these vignettes with them, but it's really cool because they let you get to know the teams and the designers and the drivers Beep, boop, a little bit. My father died last year and his dream was <laughs> always for me to be a champion. Not of the bots themselves, <laughs> but that's, what, that's the only way I want it, Kate. That would be I, like I don't I don't I don't care about the Yahoo's behind the controls. Show me the backstory of of like give every bot an actual gimmick. That's what I need. Okay, I love that idea. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pitch that to Discovery. But it is really, really cool to see. So many of them are sponsored, which I think is great. And they really lean into like the creation of them. And there's so many just like really great um like kind of stories that go with it. It's kind of like I guess like if wrestling and like the voice met a little bit, the way mm. that they talk about the teams there's like some father-son teams and then there's people that were the in the original that are like very excited to be back and there was one in this past season there was a female designer and driver who went to the finals this year and she was like talking about of course like women in stem being such an important thing and um how few women battle bot drivers there are but we see like more and more every season which i think is really fun but it just seemed like um they leaned into the right hokiness like they have like the mm. red side and the blue side and the fans go crazy and they have this ring announcer um but they also the spirit in which it's intended just seems to be like a little bit more substantive and mm -hmm. i really as someone who is not scientifically or mathematically inclined at all like yeah. at all um it's really cool to have an appreciation for how creative you have to be to design right. one of these bots and like so many things you don't think about, like the repairs that they have to make in between rounds to compensate for the damage of bots. Um, like it sounds funny, but like moving up and down weight classes is like a really <laughs> big thing when you're considering how much material that you're. Because they have to get. shed weight, you know. They got they got to go they out gotta there. Cut, they they, they got to cut weight. They put on their 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 sauna suits and yep. and, and if they if they don't make weight, they're not they're not going to be able to challenge for the title. That that is the best opportunity. They should absolutely have weigh-ins, <laughs> like proper weigh-ins in the. And then the driver should like then, lock up like UFC. And, and then like 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 have have one of the one of the stories should be that you know for whatever reason this particular robot is having a real issue trying to cut weight. So there's there's a there's there's like scenes of him out going for a jog or whatever, and like maybe like, maybe, I mean listen, who am I to judge? But maybe you get one of these robots, and maybe they're playing. You know, maybe it's just a very very adult subject matter but maybe one of these maybe one of these uh, robots is struggling with bulimia just trying to get underweight like they've run out of other options and so this robot is going into the bathroom and forcing himself to puke up uh, his his uh, his food battlebot 
dysmorphia body dysmorphia is not something that is talked about enough that is I, I think dark probably... side of the bots i'm i'm waiting for dark side of the ring battle bots edition yes it's let's, gonna get be it. Sad. let's get it let's get it gotta get it done oh my god you know that's just gonna be like well jeff was our our main driver but then uh you know it was just taking up a lot of his time so him and Amy had to end up moving anyway to Iowa. So well, anyway, we got a new driver. That would be like the dark side of the ring. Yeah, that'd be it. For them. But if you haven't seen BattleBots, and shame on you, I will take you through some of the, the basics here. Matches are three minutes. Um, if there's not a definitive winner, which I would say most of the time there's a definitive winner, if not by like a knockout, which we see a lot. Um right. It's pretty obvious who won more often than not. If that isn't the case, it does go to the judges. They brought in Manny Florian, who is really fantastic. He was a legitimate UFC fighter for a really long time. And he's just so great at like um, melding the impressive feat of it actually being robots with like the, the competitive like UFC spirit. It's really, really fun. He does a fantastic job. Um, but anyway, so you have three-minute matches. A knockout means that you've just incapacitated the bot, and they do give you a count. Um, and the arena that it's in is 48 by 48. And there are, like, um, kind of, like, built-in weapons into the ring. So there's pulverizers, mm. which are sledgehammers. So as a driver, one of your strategies is often to drive your opposing bot into some of these obstacles so uh right 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 i remember that now yeah and it's it's fun because like it seems like there's usually like a design crew and then like driving seems to be a whole other skill set which is kind of cool yeah um and it often feels like from what i've seen like anytime there's like a parent child relationship i feel like it's often the child who's the driver <laughs> it's just like that makes so much sense because the kid is like i'm gonna do the fun part yeah. but really really fun so pulverizers are these like 50 pound sledgehammers essentially wow there's spike strips that are exactly what they sound like they're just like six inch steel spikes which are great there's spinners which are rotating saws which it seems like they can do some damage to a bot, but if they take out a bot's tires, like that mm. can be really brutal. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Spinners are spinning discs. Kill saws are oh. the saw blades that are rotating. Okay. There are pistons that are just steel columns that raise and lower, and they can flip your bot over at any time. Oh no, you because they're like they're like turtles. Yeah. Once they is. get flipped over, they're done. Some of them are, I feel like often the most effective designs that we see are these ones that some of them are, are just symmetrical. Like they're the same on one side as they are the other, oh. or they have really good like safeties for that. Like they can, like, I love a good lever bot as much as the next scale as I'm sure you do. I mean, I'm, <laughs> but, I'm, like, I'm quite partial. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't love a good lever bot? They're yeah. just flipping people around. It's so mm -hmm. great. But a lot of times it's like if they end up on their back, if there's any damage done to them, they just like, if that mechanism's gone, they can't flip themselves back over and it's game set match. Well, so. I, I, um, I seem to remember one um, where 
um, there was a they had it had a tail. Best way I can describe it is I had a tail that wasn't used for anything except for one particular purpose because the tail came out the out the back and then flipped up around to the top, and so that it was like on top of itself, and so it went flipped over on the back. It just extended the tail, so like it's it's on its this right here. This is the tail, and I flipped over onto its back, and so then the tail extended, which flipped the thing back over onto its front again. Now then it went went right around and like lost the match, but like there was this really cool idea of hey my care my 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 ro robot's gonna get flipped over on its back, and when it does, it'll have this fulcrum thing that will flip it back over onto its tracks, and it can keep on going. But you know, then it then it sucked at other things. So, <laughs> well, uh, I think everyone should have gotten that idea and then adapted it for their own robot that didn't suck at all the other stuff. See, that's a good call. I think, if I remember correctly, my fave OG Vlad the Impaler. Like part of the benefit of the symmetrical ones is it's just the same upside down, so it, it right. literally doesn't affect it at all. And that one. I think if I remember right, you could, it impaled like it was spikes, but it was also a lever to flip you and it was yeah. really fast. So one thing that I really like watching as an adult instead of a kid is you realize like how many different things they have to design for. Like you have to design for, um, yep. people have like backup engines in case their stuff goes out. You have to design for every type of opponent you're going to have, like a lever, a saw or whatever. And then you also have to design for, what happens if mm -hmm. I'm on my back? You also have to design for these like in-ring weapons that if you go up against, mm -hmm. you're you're facing. So we cover the first four. There's also ramrods that are steel spikes that rise up out of the arena. There are hellraisers, which oh can I don't know if this is in the new one, but they can tilt just like pieces of the re the arena floor. Wow. And then there's screws which are built into the side that just rotate. So if you can drive and wedge your opponent into them, they just are are constantly cutting damage. Um, so it's it's really fun to see like the differences between the old one and the new ones and the elements like that that they kept the same and the ones that they changed. Like this feels way more like it has some feels like they tried more <laughs> i'll just say like it's the presentation is very fun very wrestling reminiscent and then it feels like they gave a lot of credit to like because you go through it's it's really expensive it's incredibly creative like it's a lot to build out yeah. these bots and i would be remiss if i didn't mention the thing that we were all competing for which is it's the giant nut, Alex. The giant nut. The giant nut, which is literally a trophy that's just in the shape of a nut. Um, and it is set up tournament style double elimination. Uh-huh. I know I know you mean like nuts and bolts, but the first thing that went through my head was like like a, like a, like an acorn type thing. Like something something that a that a squirrel would try and find and bury. Like like if if in this weird parallel universe you were we were doing all of this thing to appease our squirrel overlords and that that the thing they would give us would be a giant nut I i'm mean, also really tired and kind of like loopy so that might be uh why i pictured that 
I mean, we just came from a wrestling post show where we also talked about one of the wrestlers being in a promo that we're talking about the size of his balls. So I'm just thankful that you were more. No, like I would never, in- I would never do that. I would never besmirch the good name of BattleBots by linking it to something as, as sophomoric as, as ejaculate humor. Never. Not a chance. You're a gentleman and mm-hmm. a scholar. I, I try. I don't care what they say about you. What do they say about me? What? I don't know. They say they say things about me. What do they say? All good things. Oh, good. I just don't care about you don't care about those either. All right. (laughs) So you do win the giant nut. Um, There are other awards like a giant bolt which are awarded to teams like just for like design and operation, like regardless of how they perform, just I think like to um, encourage the ingenuity and the the creativity behind them. Um, And then they have like basically your book notables of like most destructive, best design, like things like that, best driver, all sorts of things. So, um, and there's also a spinoff called (laughs) Battle... Thoughts bounty hunters. I have not seen this, but I appreciate that there's a crossover with bounty hunters of all things. I need to know more about this. I need this. This sounds like what I want. This sounds okay. This sounds like more like what I want. I want them because if the if the battle bots are bounty hunters that and they're hunting other wayward robots, let's get into let's get into the. Let's let's do this. I want Dog the Bounty Hunter, but it's Bot the Bounty Hunter. I want him to I want him to have to have really weird, like a really weird long mullet, uh, and we're always wear sunglasses. Talk about my brother in Christ, brah. I, I need I need I need some of that. Bot the Bounty Hunter, book it. Let's okay. do it. So I have the description pulled up here. Um, BattleBots Bounty Hunters features veteran bots who have dominated all past challengers mm-hmm. for the first time ever. The series places a bounty on the heads of the most lethal and most destructive and most ruthless bots. A group of the best builders step forward to defend their title with six elite tournaments and $25,000 on the line. The newcomers only have one shot to take down a legendary bot. So... It doesn't sound like what you. Yeah, and no, because I, I was thinking. hoping like there would like a robot would like have like skipped bail, and they'd have to call up <laughs> like we have to call up this retired battle bot like just one more job. That's I've left all that behind. I won't do it again. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop, and, I, uh, love and it. I need I need that. That's what I want. I want some of that. I think that's fair. There is also a cash prize in straight up battle bots so this franchise lineage too there was like a robot fighting league that led to the original battle bots which was on comedy central which was rebooted here on abc and discovery and then now there's because it was on discovery there's like a crossover um with the bounty hunter i don't know if it doesn't say anything about dog the bounty hunter being involved i would <laughs> certainly hope so like you can't just go throw bounty hunter around no you can't um uh i understand like i you want to put a bounty on somebody for like you know in, in, in a sporting competition that's one thing but that's not a bounty hunter 
Correct. Bounty Hunter goes and hunts bounties. Like, yeah. this bounty is on the run. I must go find him. That's literally why it's called it. So. I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Let's get it done. That's it. That's it. Um, and that's kind of like the overall rundown. I did some research. and Please. I just didn't realize how extensive like robot fighting culture went like BattleBots is the mainstream right but there oh, are please tell me about the underground <laughs> cd underbelly of robot fighting okay i would but the first rule of robot fight club is that you don't talk about robot fight club beep <laughs> Not boop, really. beep boop everything has to end with beep boop when my, when, when my when my daughter pretends to be a robot, she just says beep boop, beep boop. Um, and sometimes I will have to guess what she wants. Like she came down tonight from, from upstairs. She was thirsty. She wanted a drink of water. But when she's a robot, she wears a laundry basket on her head. And she walks around and says beep boop, beep boop. And I said, what, is the, what does a robot want? And she handed me her water bottle so you need to fill it up and i said i said does what robot want beep boop water water beep boop and she's beep boop beep boop and so that's 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 uh that's her playing robot so that's that's how you if you if i don't make the rules five-year-old daughter makes the rules that's all that's what robot says robots say beep boop for literally all of us yeah. that's the case yeah um but so okay so before you get to the big time of battle bots yeah there's a lot of competitions that are like college based which is really cool because it's really expensive so a lot of it is like recreational clubs of people of colleges um that can get grants or get funding through like educational institutions which is really cool um other than that it's a lot of hobbyists that were like engineers that made a ton of money being engineers and <laughs> <laughs> That's where we go from that. But here's where I think I can pull you in on some robot culture stuff. All right. There are robo games. They're held in San Mateo, California. Um, the last one was in 2018. I'm assuming they haven't rebooted since the pandemic, which is a shame. But there are 50 categories. It is very international. Um, there's combat robots, there are stair climbing robots, there are weightlifting robots, soccer robots, sumo bots, and kung fu, just to give you a sampling of um, okay. the bots. Sumo bots is a new thing now that I am very interested in. Okay, um, I have a link about it. Let me see. Robot sumo or Pepe sumo is a sport which two robots attempt to push each other out of a circle. Okay. The robots used in this competition are called sumo bots. The engineering challenges are for the robot to find its opponent, usually accomplished with infrared or ultrasonic sensors, and to push it out of the flat arena. A robot should avoid leaving the arena, usually by means of sensors that it detects the edge. Oh, that's interesting. That sounds like very hands-off. Mm. Like you don't have a lot of um like it doesn't sound like you're driving the robot. It sounds like they're in it and they have to detect each other. Mm. But it's just fascinating. Like I knew about battle bots, like I guess which would be combat 
robots. Right. I did not know about like any of this other mm. stuff, but there's like a whole Guinness Book of World Record things for it. Um, it's like a very real, very fun thing. And it's just like, I like it. I feel like if esports is kind of like breaking this down a little bit, but I don't know if they're doing like the best job of it. Um, I think it's really good when things that have a stereotype of being like geeky or nerdy get to have like real world competition and interaction and spotlight, like not just because of like destigmatizing things, but I feel like a lot of people that are highly proficient and things that are mechanical like this, like that can be something that's really isolating and lonely or like in on the esports side, video games can definitely be that too. So I just think yeah. it's cool that um BattleBots was like a fun thing I watched as a kid, but like still we're just kind of like, eh, it's a competition for those nerds. And like the reboot I felt like did a much better job of making them making the engineers and the drivers feel like um, they were doing something meaningful. Like, and I, I think that's good and important. I did not know like the extent of the games yeah. <laughs> that go along with it, but it seems like to get to the point of being a battle bot competitor, like you have gone through some very real things. I will say, I feel like on battle bots, we usually get more of the hobbyist type, engineers mm -hmm. and i i'm sure because of colleges like there's a lot of turnover and stuff like that like of just kids literally graduating and moving on to other things yeah and yeah. education wise they might also prohibit some stuff but i'm pretty sure there were a couple of um battle bots that came from an educational spot which i think is really cool um but i don't know it's just really fun and then i also learned about survival research laboratories um which basically are like it's just i get the, mostly the lab in which they're built um but they it's like a specific um group that encourages this so um it, I, I guess this is like the roots in which BattleBots was kind of founded a little bit because the srl <laughs> survival research laboratories started in 1978 so like this is kind of the the roots of the robot art i guess hmm. um critics have drawn parallels between the group's founding and the punk and industrial music scenes of san francisco seems to be overall a very west coast thing hmm. um battlebots is on the west coast these robo games are in san mateo california the srl um was is founded in los angeles i believe if i remember correctly but it's just kind of cool like um it the the roots of it were kind of like just for the purpose of like let's build these bots and have them fight like they just thought it would be something like weird and different and fun yeah um and then it kind of turned into i think like this this more creative spirited endeavor that um like all all punk things, right? I think is rooted in like, kind of like a, this is cool and weird and rebellious type thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then it turned into like, well, what happens when we actually like put some, some real effort and thought behind it, so. Yes. What happens when, what happens when this organically developed 
underground thing is bought out by a conglomerate and slapped with a fresh coat of paint and put on TV. Yes, that when mean, all those things work. No, 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 I got it. I got it. I get you. But it, I what, think also what, like what the, you're saying is that uh, is that BattleBots is WWE CW. That's what you're saying. <laughs> for for well, that's, that's our other niche audience that that watch to watch this talk about wrestling. Look, <laughs> Sam Punk came from there, and Christian had a really fun <laughs> run there. So, but I do think it's like I think it developed as. Like, I, I really like the STEM side of it because I don't think, um, I guess because between the original and now, I feel like STEM has really grown. Yes. And I think um, it's cool that this got, we see so many reboots of stuff. Like this one actually felt like good and different and necessary where mm -hmm. it was just like these two hosts used to on Comedy Central put these bots in a ring and... They would fight and now it's like no but we're gonna celebrate like everything that goes into that actually feels like something yeah. fun and now as a grown-up watching i feel like i have such a a bigger appreciation for it which i think right. is good yes um i think that i think that the original the original probably would have if it would if it had kept on going would have eventually given me my we we gave we, we gave backstories to the robots themselves we hired voiceover actors to provide narration, like, like these, like the, we we wrote dialogue for the robots to say to each other during the matches, um, and voiceover actors to do all this stuff. But um, but that went away, and they came back and were like, "Let's do science," and I'm like, "Science is boring. I didn't do good in science in school. I want to see, I want to see Bot the Bounty Hunter." That's what I want to see. Um, <laughs> I, I I do love the idea of uh, because because I have to insert all the things that I want into everything that you talk about. Sure. Um, I I love the idea when you're saying like it, in it, like there's a lot of like uh, colleges and, and education that are part of this as well. And so I need like um, the uh, the guy that that uh, the robot that came from nothing says, "Hey, college boy." Why don't you go back? You're born with a with a silver servo in your mouth. You have no idea what the hell it's like to grow up on the streets of Silicon Valley. I was discarded in a dumpster, and I had to drag myself up from nothing. I I I stuck this weird blade into my shoulder myself so that I might be able to kill you for for my own sustenance. I am going to. Chop off your all all these fake parts of you and drink your oil for sustenance. I, I need I need I need we if you're gonna we're gonna because you, you keep you keep saying it's it's like professional wrestling. I need a really good Eddie Kingston level promo from one <laughs> bot to the other about how that robot is going to. I'm gonna end you, Christopher. I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna end you, partner. Yeah, I need one of those. My bot. I'm <laughs> Um, I will give you an update on season 11. I feel like that's only fair because that was the latest one. Yeah, please. Um, I believe the biggest heel in our competition was, I think it was this guy named Tombstone. He was dominant in the original. He came back and had really strong showings, uh, since it got rebooted in 2015 but he got knocked out in the first round so oh. if you are here from our wrestling 
fandom, like I think that would probably be like a really big block AG1 upset for you. Yeah. Or like translate it. We saw some familiar um, faces like Minotaur. I believe he was an OG and he came back. Um, but the Cinderella story in this was Witch Doctor. She was a female driven bot. Her showings in like a couple of previous seasons were like good but not great. And then this, she went all the way to the finals. She did lose, which was such a bummer, to a great bot called Tantrum. We loved him. Loved Tantrum. Um, but it was just really cool because you like actually saw you saw bot growth over <laughs> over a couple of seasons like she made a lot of adjustments which i thought was really cool um and there is like it's really fun there's a seed play-in for like seeds 31 and 32 right. so you have to um but they just do a really good job i have such a soft spot for the show and it's nice to see an original that's better or a sequel that's better than the original um it being hosted by Chris Rose and Kenny Florian, I think is like such a, a fun um, thing to add to it because, you know, as wrestling fans, we like the sports based feel. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, and they have your judges, which is just really fun. Like, I just think this show is an absolute blast. And I learned a lot about bot culture um, preparing so, for this podcast. So, bot, bot culture. I um uh <laughs> I do feel like your bot backstories is like a huge missed opportunity of them at least like for YouTube content. Like that yeah. would be so fun if there was like the sports entertainment side of it. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like that would be so fun to have like forget about the drivers, let's do the bot profiles because right. these bots do have personalities. You might as well like personify them in some way. Yeah, I think that there's there um, like you can obviously per, per, you know personify profile the, uh, the the drivers they're the ones or drivers or the people who built it or whatever. But there's an awesome thing to like do. Um, what I what I would do is I would do real world style uh, one on ones where like you like you could they like you could have a testimonials. Uh, I would do something like that with the bots. Um, and again, you have to hire voiceover actors to do everything, write a script for it. Um, make like not only do you like, okay, hey, I like this person who is who is who is the driver of, of, of the bot, but also I like this bot, I want this bot to win because this bot grew up hard scrabble on life the on the streets of Silicon Valley. Uh, or um, I like this one because uh, because the, the old man. Who cobbled him from uh, from a trash can and some VCR parts? <laughs> died tragically last year. Oh from, no! From COVID, and and this bot has dedicated this tournament to the memory of his Papa Geppetto. That's what I need. I need that. I need. I need a a little not human interest story, but bot, bot interest, interest story, interest. so that mm -hmm. I can actually uh, like you know, and then. How crushing, how much more crushing of a defeat would it be that you knew that this bot that's just made out of a trash can and VCR parts dedicated his tournament to his Papa Geppetto? And what if he lost in the semifinals in a hard fought battle? Ugh. 
it would be so crushing for you, the viewer. Um, it really but, would. I also like the idea of like it's still correlating with the team. So like whatever university was there, there's like the bot who was just some Ivy League overeducated snob that doesn't even they don't even have the heart to be here. They don't frat, have the heart. A frat bot, not a frat boy, <laughs> but a frat bot. Like you saw, you saw him like some rolling out of bed at two p.m. like late for the for the meet because he's puking in the bathroom because he's still drunk from the night before get one of those get it get, get that guy I'm, the I'm body of bot. it has like uh greek letters <laughs> sloppily stenciled on him yes i love it yeah uh i love it i need it i need it i need that's what i need um i really so, will like sincerely want to do battle bots cover to fightful <laughs> i'll write about it i'll podcast about it. i don't care like i want to do it so much it's so um, much fun. I I I uh, I think that so so now I guess I'm saying is is the the question is like just for realsies. It's a it is a it's a tournament based show. It is yes. Okay. So um and so the winners of each move on and then blah blah blah. So so uh, so they're trying to draw you in with my favorite bot is this bot. Mm-hmm. Be- because of the driver or the way that are, are they presenting it like this bot uses these offensive weapons and so you like that and so that's why you root for this bot like i'm not sure exactly it's a little of both i think like i think there's definitely an emotional appeal of sorts with a lot of mm-hmm. the teams but then when the action starts like it is very cool to see I mean, some of them are just squash matches. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. Yeah. Um, but you, I at least watching have a major appreciation for seeing like these them go up against each other and like how I I'm sincerely fascinated by the repairs that they do in between rounds because they don't. I think they usually have like a day or whatever. They film an episode right. a day and that's what it is. So to see how people have like you just have to prepare for every scenario and there's so many scenarios to prepare for like the offensive weapons the damage that can get done to your bots and where um what to do if like the engine literally is just busted like there's so much that you have to take into account and it's also i don't know i I do get to be a sucker for the drivers though because there are some that are just like so in love with what they're doing and that right. i love that like so that, are that the drivers thing. also the engineers who built the thing sometimes but i will say in this go round of it i don't remember this but it also might have just not been included in the original there's way more of like a team thing and some of it some of them are money marks like some people are there financially um but it does seem like more people have like engineer roles like like the mm-hmm. guy that designed it and then the people that helped build it who don't they don't get a lot of screen time they're just a part of the stable and then <laughs> there's um the drivers that seems to be like a very specific skill but some of them some of them do it all some of them are like multi you know they wear a lot of right. hats they're five tool players out there <laughs> yeah um uh because i feel like there's a there's a what there's a there's I guess what I'm saying is I want it to be more scripted. Sure. <laughs> I want it. I want there to be um, uh, uh, conflict between the designer 
and uh, and the driver. Like, you don't know her like I know her. Uh, like, I, I, when I created her in the lab, don't you understand? It's like, you can't, you're pushing her too hard. No, she's got what it takes to win, but not if you're holding her back. Like, there's, there's, there could yeah, be something they're, there. Yeah. They're not actors, they're just nerds. So, I mean, that entirely. I get rid of all the real people. Okay. Actually, I'm into here's it. what you do. Here's what you have to do. You have to retcon everything. So you, what you do is you do the actual tournament and you film it being done by all these people. You have you do the whole tournament. You film it all. Then, depending on who wins, you write the story backwards. So you figure out who is your champion, and then you say, okay, here's the champion. Here's the people they beat along the way. Here are the other bot interest stories we can do to create the best story possible. And then we hire voiceover people for the for the bots. We hire actors to play the designers and the drivers and everything. So we have all that in there. Um, and then you shoot all of that afterwards because you have the real footage. Thing actually happened. And then you augment it by creating a story around it. And then it becomes way more interesting to me than just like, the, uh, hello, I am a scientist. I built this robot. It has, a, so has a, it has a knife that sticks out of it. Uh, and it goes really fast. And this is this is the driver. This the driver. This is the driver. His name is Steve, and because he he drives the robot. Um, and where we no, think we're we, fathers we, and sons bonding over this. This is my son. His name is Steve. He drives the robot. <laughs> undercutting, undercutting. You know, you know, I had to. Dreams. You know, I had to hard. Sell, I had to give you the hard sell on this. I understand. You, you know, because otherwise, otherwise, it's, if it's too easy. You you gotta you gotta you gotta gotta make me be a fan. I right now I am a huge fan of the thing I made up in my head. Like I would watch <laughs> I would watch seven seasons of that in a movie. But this thing you're describing, like it's a, you have to give it a shot. I will say it could fall very flat if Kenny Florian and I think his name was Chris Rose weren't yeah. really good at it. Like them and the ring announcer and the the crowd is all like nerds like i am like they just are going nuts like a big part of it is like the energy that they've created around it which is super super fun right. i want your idea though as like as like twitch content and like bonus right. stuff really really bad. yes yeah no, and we need that I'll also yeah. send I'm, me out I'm there not, now i'm thinking now i'm thinking of all of all these really cool uh movie tropes from from tournament movies and stuff like that of like oh my god the the one of the drivers guy. is blindfolded or, or whatever but the the <laughs> yeah sure the 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 he, lo he, lo he lost his sight in a in a in a in a in a bot building accident where it exploded in his face oh i was going with like you can't see what's in front of you you have to feel okay you know cool. what i mean like a little I'm, bit of like I'm a good, karate I'm good with that too yeah, I'm good yeah. With that too um or you could be like the um uh ooh like the driver is um is really ruthless but only because the designer has taught him to be so um and then then like um uh that is the, the driver's like uh, okay I'm, I'm gonna beat this guy I'm like no you have to beat you have to destroy him you must strike first strike hard show no mercy like that kind of a thing and then it's like sweep the bot no i don't want to dude i gave you an order like we get one of one of those things um, also, you're gonna say Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry, I love you, Spy. The <laughs> yes, 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 
um, uh, where where one one bot has fallen in love with the other bot, but needs to needs to survive, you know, because that's that's what he has to do. So he has to, he's, he has to kill the other bot that he's fallen in love with. Uh, also, um, there's one where um, where this bot um, and the driver who also designed it have been together since like 1968. Like they like it was the most pre like way way precursor of thing. It was amazingly advanced for its time, but now it's on its last legs. But he, but this bot simply will not like this. No, this is my last tournament. Don't you tell me when I've got to stop. I know I got one more in me. If yeah. I can't if I can't win this tournament, Steve, then I promise I will retire. Everybody's, Why are they all named Steve? Because because it's a great name. Uh, it's a great name for comedy um, or Dave. Um, uh, <laughs> everything with a V sound at the end. Um, uh, if I can't win this tournament, then I promise you I will retire. And in the semifinals, that bot dies. That bot is destroyed by the eventual top heel of the thing that loses in the final round. Um, and 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 it just it's just destroyed, just destroyed. It, it, it hunks the pieces all over the arena. And then you see the old man who built that thing and told him, no, 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 it's okay. Just retire. We'll have a wonderful life. You and me, we'll go, we'll go live on some island somewhere. It'll be wonderful. We'll, we'll drink margaritas in the shade. And, and it's like, no, I got one more tournament in me. But he didn't have it in him because he died. And so then the, the driver walks, walks into the arena all forlorn and gathers up all the pieces of the bot that has exploded all over the arena and, and crumples and cries in the mid arena as the as the camera pulls away slowly, and we realize that's it for this poor Steve, and and poor Brenda, who is who is his bot? His name is Bot Brenda. No, it says my sister uses as a great name, but usually it's for like a wealthy waspy guy. Is Wendell underrated? Mm. Mm. Underrated. It's good. It's good. Steve and Dave though feel more right mm -hmm, for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, you've sold me on your idea, but I think you should. I think you need to watch. I think you need to give the Battle Pass a reboot a try because mm -hmm. it's worth it. And I think I'm going to start a GoFundMe for me to go out and do your idea for their socials. <laughs> I need to be hosting it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Of course. I need to... um, there, I'm just saying, there are, there, I've always thought this. There is so much um, potential content in at least slightly lampooning your own product because like making, showing that you're not actually taking yourself so seriously. There's a really oh, fun, yeah. fun way of doing that for most things. Um, and especially something like this, it could be great if they basically, here's what I'm saying, like just at its core, Use robots, use battle bots to tell the story of blood sport. Just do oh. blood sport, but do it all with robots. Bot the sport. whole thing. Just yeah, but it's bot sport. Just do bot sport. Perfect. Um, or blood bots. But you have to do all of it. Just do the whole movie. You can even just like loop in the original dialogue over robots doing stuff. Um, uh, and I think it would it would it would be like really, really popular. People would love it. Just do that. I am inclined to agree with you. I think it's always good when things don't take themselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. And this is an important one. I don't feel like it is doing that on its right. face, but I do feel like it's pretty great. 
it's pretty great too because they've gotten the emotional appeal right so now right. also give me the bonus content that makes me laugh real hard i love yeah. that idea there you go that's the most important great. thing um that's that's good well you've you've sold me on it at least watching an episode or two um, okay it's very bingeable because it is tournamenty too mm -hmm. so it's real yeah. real fun that's, real fun. Yes. I um, love it. That's good. Um, I would simply never get the flick out of here on this. I know. I know. Um, but well, it would have uh, to be terrible for me to do that. Like, I, right. I have so many memories, and none of them oh, are yeah, losing $20 betting. So, no, there you go. So, that's the problem. Um, I, uh, I, would, I would not get the flick out of here on it, um, uh, at least on my memories and, and your description of the actual thing. Um, but uh, whatever the opposite of getting the flick out of here um, is, like the like Project Greenlight, all over my idea of the full fake movie starring BattleBots. Um, I can't like, argue let, with that. Let, I can't argue with that one bit. Let's let's find some investors, and let's get this thing done. We're gonna we're gonna hit this the the uh, the festival circuit with our new movie that is just this bot sport. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna dub over Jean Claude Van Damme and Bolo Young doing doing their uh, doing their dialogue from from Bloodsport over over uh, robots. Get it done. Let's just do it. I'm into it. All right, great. I love that idea. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I got you on board. <laughs> do you have any interest in checking out um, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme aside? And things that already exist. Are you interested at all in the Robo Games of the Robot Olympics? I'd be lying if I said I was. Honestly, like I, I, I really don't care. Um, I get it. Uh, like a weightlifting one, I have no interest in. A sumo right. wrestling one, I have moderate interest. Perhaps, in. like if you showed me a clip on it from it, like of it from YouTube, I I would watch a two minute clip of it. I'd be like, huh. Sure. That's interesting, and I move on. I wouldn't watch like a series of it for sure. I might not even watch a whole episode, but I'd watch a clip of it. Um, there's a lot of things that I don't. There's a lot of things I don't have time for that I do want to watch. Yeah. Like there's a there's a really cool looking new series on AMC about like the tribal police investigating a serial killer on Navajo territory. That sounds awesome. I'm never gonna get a chance to watch it. I am four seasons behind on Better Call Saul. I have no time. I would love to be able to watch all the things, but I just don't have the time. Um, are there any other wrestling tournament style things that you would love to see? Not with robots, but like people in those giant T-Rex costumes or whatever. Ooh. Um, perhaps. I always they, they did they've done um, they did these things a while ago. Maybe this is something if I can find them online. Maybe this is something for a few um, a future episode where they were like, who would win in a fight between these two animals? Um, and it was like, I don't know, I don't know how they thought this was going to happen. Gorilla and a shark, like who would who would who would win in a in a fight between a gorilla and a shark or a or a lion and a crocodile, but it's got to be in a short, shallow enough water that the non-swimming animal has a chance, uh, but not so shallow that the swimming animal doesn't have a chance or whatever. Who would win in a fight between a polar bear and, a, and, an, and an elephant and all this kind of shit? 
and it was uh, it was all done with computer animation, really bad computer animation. Um, and I always thought that, that, um, um, that if you did, again, it would have to be scripted for maximum uh, uh, drama potential, and we'd have to like feel, like who are we rooting for? Which wh who's the big heel? Why why do we want to see who wins? The and actually do the full again badly computer animated tournament deciding on who is the king of all beasts you know and then that would be a really cool way of doing it obviously I, the lion would be the favorite because he's king of the jungle but does a lion measure up to a great white shark we do not know that's a very good point and it seems like whales just win all the time no, I see, like sheer mouth. Like I, they I just feel, are like, I'm just gonna open my I mouth. I feel like it, it would it would it would do it would not be fair for the whale unless you gotta have a weight limit. Like I okay. think you've gotta have a weight limit. Like whales qualify as super heavyweights, I feel like, you know. Um or it has to be like the whale is out of the water and he's got a very limited time before he's just like the lion could just run away, really. Oh, it was was that was that what it was called? It wasn't man versus myth, was it? It was animal face off. Animal face off. Was that oh my it? Goodness. No. No, was it? Yeah, it was. Animal face off. There you go. My word. Animal face off. Um, it was one season in 2004. There were 12 episodes. Is it possible to watch this on tele on online? Yeah, that, that might have to be an episode that of this. Might have to be something we watch, and I don't think it is. I don't think I don't think it's available anywhere. <laughs> oh, buddy, I'm gonna find it. Okay, great. Um, because here, here are the here are the ones that are 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 here. Saltwater croc versus great white shark. Right there, I'm intrigued. Amazing. Because salt, saltwater croc that's at home in in the saltwater, which is where the great white shark lives. That's fine. Correct. Elephant versus rhino, okay. Lion well, versus that. lion versus tiger. Now that that's a, that is a first round draw right there. Yeah, I don't one and two seeds right there. Hippo versus bull shark. Interesting. Yeah. Um, wolf versus cougar. Very interesting. That's your three and four. Polar bear versus walrus. I'm kind of sad because I I like both. Siberian tiger versus grizzly bear. Very intrigued. Lion versus croc. Mm, I feel like that's a cakewalk for the lion. For the lion? Yeah. Oh, the crocs, they got those, got those big old jaws, you know. Uh, anaconda versus jaguar. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there you go. And gorilla versus leopard. Interesting. Okay, some good matchups. Oh no, two more, two more. Was, oh, allig alligator versus black bear. Kind of feel and, the same way. The big one. Line. This is the big one. See, the big one. The super heavyweights. Sperm whale versus colossal squid. There you go. Gotta gotta find those, man. Gotta yeah, we gotta find that show. Yeah, yeah. there's only. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta find those. Um, there, there are only three episodes available for purchase. You have to buy them, but I, you cannot. There are no other ones. Maybe they were like, "This is 
This is not good. What showing showing these animals rip each other apart, even if they are poorly animated. Pony up, Jimmy. We're invoicing all of those episodes that are available. Yeah, the the ones that are available are Lion versus Tiger, Croc versus Great White, and Hippo versus Bull Shark. I mean, Lion versus Tiger is the ball game to me. Yeah, to me, that's that's it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, Alex. We have agreed that we would not get the flick out of here. We would, in fact, keep BattleBots, yeah. which is good because I would have to quit if you chose to get the flick mm -mm. out of here. Yeah. And I think it's really important that I steal your idea yes. and that I pitch it to Discovery, <laughs> a social media bonus content, and that yes. I host it and that we cover it on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Very important. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess that's it. Kate, hey, uh, where do people find you on the socials, media, and whatnot else? You can find me at Miss Kate Fave on the Twitter and uh, TikTok. And you can find me on Kate'sgrams on Instagram. And you can find me just all the time on Fightful YouTube, especially Tuesdays and Fridays and Wednesdays at the Mark Order Podcast. Hey, Alex, where can yeah. the good people find you? Well, not that they'd like to, but you can find me they over... Would. <laughs> you people find like me us. And my crazy ideas about what bottle, what battle bots should be. Bottle you can bats. find all the bottle bats. Pretty bottle needed. bats. Bottle bats is a very different thing. Battle bottle bats <laughs> is a very sad story about a bunch of bats battling alcoholism. Anyway, um... I love your brain. I love it so much. I immediately went to that's the Dr. Seuss version because I was thinking about Tweedle Beetles that battle in the poodle with a noodle, which is from Red that, Fox that's and Socks. Where, that's yeah. where your brain goes. That My is. brain goes to the horrible tragedy of all oh. these bats trying to combat drunk ass bats. Drunk ass bats. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at <laughs> Alex Sour Graps. Um, and uh, I'm always on Fightful doing stuff, mostly uh, almost exclusively talking about wrestling. But I also have other interests, including whether or not a great white shark would kill a saltwater crocodile if they ever fought in the wild. And I if mean, you want to know uh, whether or not that would happen, I guess you would have to uh, watch a future episode uh -oh. of Get the flick out of here bye everybody r-e-s-p-e-c-t click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me now nah, that doesn't have a ring to it but if you like videos about real news stories that are funny stupid or weird subscribe now